0: Hello, hello, what's up? It's your host, Chef Bay. Welcome to the Plant Remedy Podcast. And yeah, just welcome. What's up? I'm so happy to have you here. My name is Bailey Ruskus, and I am a professional plant-based chef. I'm also a podcast host, an entrepreneur, a cookbook author, and I'm so excited to have you here on this episode. And yeah, this episode is... Oh, I'm just so excited, you guys. I was so freaking nervous to record this episode, to interview this person, to be totally honest with you, and I feel pretty blessed that I was able, that I am able to interview some of my um, idols, people that I've looked up to, people that have helped me on my journey so much, Um, and it's just pretty damn cool that they want to chat with me um, and be on the podcast, so I'm feeling really, really grateful. I am just getting off of an incredible masterclass inside of our cooking membership, Cook Vibe Heal. We talked all about like detoxing. And we made uh, kitch- kitchery. Well, we made kitchery. We made sauerkraut. And um, it was just so awesome. And I'm just, I, I'm in this point where I'm just feeling super, super grateful. And um, you know, it's that saying that's like everything works when you turn it off. Including you, and we took a big break um, in between, like for the holidays before the new year. And the break like really helped my mental state, my motivation, my excitement about what we do. And I think it really goes to show, like no matter how passionate you are about what you do, we all need a break from it. So, um, if you needed that little reminder, um, go take a break. You deserve it. Um, so yeah, today we chatting with the incredible Dr. Michael Greger. He's the founder of nutritionfacts.org. He has been in a lot of the movies that we've grown to know and love, like What the Health, and he has also written the books How Not to Die and How Not to Diet. He is the real deal, y'all. He is such an incredible teacher. I have personally learned so much from him. Um, and just like reading his research and just really diving into what he has to say and he it's just so smart, and he just says it like it is, and I'm just so excited. I actually interviewed him when I was in Chicago, and um, I had just gotten done with my TV interview on WGN, promoting The Cookbook, and it was just like a crazy nerve, nerve-wracking nerve day for me, just like really going outside my own comfort zone. And then I got to interview Dr. Michael Greger, and it just felt like, whoa pinch me. This is a crazy moment. So yeah, um, it's a quick conversation, but like we go there on so many different topics and it's just so awesome to be able to talk to him and to really be able to dive into like the facts about nutrition, the facts about longevity. Um, You know, there's a lot of of course, like stipulations with dairy and, you know, out there was a lot of people that had a lot to say on my interview with Dr. Michael Clapper and um, Dr. Michael Greger just breaks it down and he is so real and so honest. So yeah, I'm so excited. Let's get into this interview. Let's just go there. Before we do, I would love to talk about our sponsor, Elix Healing. If you guys have listened to our podcast before, you know I love Elix Healing, or if you have followed me on Instagram, you guys know how I've been a long time supporter of this company, which is why I'm so excited that they have decided to sponsor the podcast. Lulu, the founder, is just incredible. I interview her, actually, so if you want to pause and go check out that interview um, to go learn more about Elix Healing, definitely go do that. But I have been taking Elix Healing to help my period pain. I have endometriosis. For the last two years and it has been one of the most transformational things that I have done for my health it is a specialized blend of potent Chinese herbs that helps with all of the period problems I have like brain fog and fatigue and cramps and pain and backaches and all that stuff and they formulate a special Special formula, special elixir just for you for your cycle. And you basically take an online quiz and they formulate this for you and send it to you right before your period. So you get it just in time to help with those monthly cycles that we all know and love. Recently, they have just come out with a brand new product called Daily Harmony. It's going to be available to the public on February 1st. And it's a powerful blend of herbs and adaptogens that reduce the effects of stress and anxiety to help you feel your best every single day. So whereas their cycle balance, is a blend of herbs specific for your period so you take it right before your period daily harmony is something that you can take every single day that works in conjunction it works right alongside cycle balance it supports your stress response it helps you fight fatigue it enhances your mood and it improves your sleep and the best part is it balances your hormones because we all need a little bit of hormone balance if you are already a member of elix healing and you have their cycle balance you can get early access to their daily harmony or if you just want Wait until it's launched to the public. Again, they launch it on February 1st. For our Plant Remedy podcast listeners, they've given us a special code to get 20% off when you buy both the Daily Harmony and the Cycle Balance. So you can use the code Plant Remedy20, all caps. Again, it's Plant Remedy20 at checkout to get your 20% off for your Daily Harmony and your Cycle Balance. I'm telling you guys, it has been a game changer for me. So, again, it's Plant Remedy. 20 for 20% off of both cycle balance and daily harmony. Okay, let's get into this epic episode with Dr. Michael Greger. All right, you guys, I'm here with the amazing Dr. Michael Greger. Thank you so much for coming on the show. How's it going?
1: Happy to be here. Honored to be here. How exciting.
0: Yeah, this is so exciting. I just want to take note to our listeners um, that he's on a treadmill right now. So he's really stepping up. <laughs> walk the walk, baby. <laughs> Yeah, you're really like setting the bar really high here. I love that. So um, I have to ask as everyone this, what's your favorite plant-based meal right now? As a chef, I got to know.
1: Ooh, oh my God. All sorts of wonderful stuff. Um, I can tell you what I'm having for supper. Yes. Let's do that. I'm having hummus Mac, Ooh. which okay. is basically just like pasta, vegetables, and hummus. Pasta, vegetables, and hummus. <laughs> So uh, yeah, so we got some arugula, some uh, um, red kale, and some broccoli, uh, and uh, red bell pepper going with some uh,
0: rotini. Okay, And
1: a nice uh, cilantro jalapeno hummus.
0: Oh, cilantro jalapeno. Honestly, that sounds like my husband's most favorite meal. He literally eats like a worth size of hummus every single day, so.
1: There you go, smart man.
0: (sighs) Oh yeah, he loves it. He's six foot four, so he's got to get those calories in, you know. Yeah. All the beans, man. Okay, so I'd love- Yes, all the beans. So um, I'd love to know kind of like backtracking to the beginning. I've heard, like read your books and like heard you in so many amazing things. But how did nutrition kind of like become this turning point in your life and career? Just a little oh, synopsis yeah, from the it beginning. It
1: all my, uh, my grandmother. Okay. Uh, I was just a kid. Uh, when my grandma was sent home in a wheelchair to die. Mm. She was diagnosed with end-stage heart disease. Uh, she already had so many bypass surgeries, basically nothing you could do at some point. Confined in a wheelchair, crushing chest pain. Her life was over right. at age 65.
0: Mm.
1: But then she heard about this guy, Nathan Pritikin, one of our early lifestyle medicine pioneers. And what happened next is actually detailed in Pritikin's biography. It talks about Francis Greger, my grandmother um they wheeled her in and she walked out uh though she was given a medical death sentence at age 65 thanks to a healthy diet mm. was able to enjoy another 31 years on this planet until age 96 to continue to enjoy her six grandkids including me so that's why i went into medicine that's why i oh. practiced lifestyle medicine why i uh, started nutritionfacts.org, why I wrote How Not to Die, why all the proceeds from all my books are all donated directly to charity. I just want to do for everyone's family what Pritikin did for my family.
0: Oh my gosh, that rings so true to me because my grandmother died of ovarian cancer and her doctor did not believe in nutrition. And I think that you know, everything could have been different for her if she had a different direction from her doctors and she was so trusting in that. So was your, was your grandma a little bit hesitant to kind of change her diet at first or was she all in? Oh,
1: well, I mean, once she found out that she could walk again, she, yeah. did, I mean, that she could reverse that. I mean, back then we didn't even know heart disease was reversible. We right. You just get worse, 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 and then you die. Right. Um, but similar to the way we used to think, you know, type two diabetes was. You just, mm-hmm. you know, you go blind, and you lose your kidney function, you lose your lower limbs. Um, and, you know, we can slow down the rate at which you decline with medications or something, but, you know, it's pretty much a one-way process. But now we know, thanks to all these interventional trials with plant-based diets, no, we can actually, if you treat the cause, right the underlying cause of these lifestyle diseases, change your lifestyle, oh, well, then your body can come back to health you know, uh, one of the most amazing things I learned in all my medical training was that within 15 years of stopping smoking, your lung cancer risk approaches that of a lifelong non-smoker. These these, you know, disease reversal studies typically done in, you know, people in their 50s, 60s. So God, they could eat, you know, decades. They could be slathering their insides with cheeseburgers and milkshakes. And still at that late date, all of a sudden you put people on a healthy diet, their body starts to heal
0: yeah so why do you think that there's so much resistance to a plant-based diet even though there's so much research so much science like so many recipes why do you think that there's still so much resistance to it
1: um well a lot of it has to do with ignorance i mean doctors just were never taught about the role nutrition can play mm-hmm. um in changing the course of illness so they graduate without this powerful tool in the medical toolbox of course there's also you know uh, financial constraints i mean people Doctors typically aren't paid to tell people how to take better care of themselves. A lot right. of medical education um, is funded by, you know, the pharmaceutical industry. Right. Um, and so, you know, you can ask your doctor the last time they were taken out to dinner by big broccoli. It's probably been a while. <laughs> um, uh, and so it's just the whole system isn't set up.
0: I mm-hmm. mean, I mean,
1: you know, the most profitable foods are pretty much the worst foods and so you know i mean produce is like the worst thing to sell it's a loss leader because it goes bad what (laughs) what what you want is a is a is a snack cake that sits on the shelf for a few weeks that's how you make money dirt Mm -hmm. cheap ingredients you sell like you know brown sugar water for a dollar a can i mean it's like all profit Mm -hmm. um and so and there's a trillion dollar processed food industry and so that's that's the billboards right Mm -hmm. we have you ever seen a super bowl ad for sweet potatoes like it's just not gonna happen that's not where the money is yeah so the system is just set up to incentivize kind of the worst food Mm -hmm. um so that's why we have to kind of take you know, there is this mountain of evidence, but it's about, you know, taking responsibility for our own health, for our family's health, Um, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, and make the most important decisions we've made, which is, you know, what to feed ourselves and our
0: families. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I feel like you work so, I mean, not. I feel like I see you work so hard to kind of get this information out there. Do you ever feel super discouraged by this big mountain of all of these hills Anyone, that you got across?
1: anyone who's been I I, uh, totally understand that I mean where you come from but for someone who's been doing this for 30 years Mm -hmm. and you know there are people you know that like Dr. Clapper doing this for 50 years like yeah. There has been this amazing sea change. So, like, I mean, it used to be just some completely fringe thing you couldn't even talk about. Yeah. But look, now the, the, the new mayor of New York City is vegan. I mean, come on. This I is, know. I mean, That's
0: pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. The world
1: is changing. Yes. At this amazing pace. Yes. Um, but you really only, but it still seems really slow compared right. to certainly, I mean, the science is on our side, but um so for those who've been involved in this a long time i mean this is things are things are going amazing yeah. like, you know things that i thought would never happen in my lifetime are mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. Right? yeah i mean just like you know fast food chains doing veggie burgers i like this is crazy right yeah yeah um uh
0: but uh
1: so yeah, no things things so every year the things just get better. so yeah oh, that's I'm great not discouraged.
0: Yeah, I actually just chatted with Dr. Clapper on the podcast and he gave me so much inspiration. I honestly was a little exhausted from the book tour and just like you know how it goes. And uh, yeah. he's just like uh, this wealth of information and knowledge. Oh, and we really got into it. And yeah, he yeah, just yeah. like re enlivened my own passion about everything. Oh, yeah. No,
1: that, it's wonderful. You know, he goes around and talks to medical students. So he really kind mm-hmm. of reignites that idealistic spark that drove him to medicine in the first place. But exactly. Yeah, you got to take care of yourself. Being on the road is tough. Yeah. Right? It's hard to sleep well. It's hard to eat well. It's hard to everything. So, oh yeah, my God, the eating, sure take care of yourself.
0: Yeah, I come to the Midwest. I live in San Diego. So I live in the bubble of there's like a law that there has to be a farmer's market every day and every zip code. But like I come to the Midwest and I look around and I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, no wonder why everyone's so unhealthy. Like there's no options for anything. So I totally get that. And my father is actually a New Yorker and he's Mm -hmm. like been pushing hard with me on the veganism, but seeing, you know, that new york mayor is a vegan is just like i'm just like yeah. see look <laughs> it's yeah. a thing yeah. people are doing it yeah. Yeah.
1: and active not just kind of in his own life for his own reason yes yes but exactly he is out there saying look we need to change the mm-hmm. schools we need to change yes. the hospital they're feeding the hospitals with are feeding the jails with mm-hmm. the family, you know like he really wants to make a healthier city and, and take people's lives into account it's really a, a beautiful thing their whole campaign
0: I love that. So I kind of asked on my social media, what people wanted to ask you. And one of the main questions was like, if the holidays are like here, so what do you do when you have had the awakening, the The veil has lifted you, you're plant-based, you're all into it, but then you have like a a parent or a spouse or an uncle who has these lifestyle conditions or who eats terribly and they're super stubborn, but you just really want to be able to like rub off on them or you get into a a wine fueled argument about veganism. Like what would be like your, you know, sort of advice to somebody going into the holidays this year and just like family functions in general and kind of like- Speaking you to need them. a
1: you need a good vegan chef on your side. Yes. Yeah. Secret. Um, uh, well, no, you you gotta seduce them with food. Yeah. You bring a dish that's awesome. That's just mm-hmm. like undeniably amazing. Yes. And then people are like, "Whoa! I didn't know a good. I thought you were eating, you know, bark and and you know whatever people think we're eating, right? I mean, it's like wow, food. we can make absolutely amazing food. Yeah. Um, and so then it just kind of oh well, okay, I can see how you know. Mm-hmm. uh you know this is not just some crazy thing you can eat delicious food you don't have to kind of choose between your health right and uh your taste buds and so yeah that would be and who doesn't want to like show up with a pie or something like who who would turn away anybody showing up with a pie like oh my god that's great yes um, i mean that's
0: literally what my whole book is about like pleasure and healing you can have them both like love it you don't have love to give it, it up yeah, yeah i it's love pumpkin
1: it. season let's do
0: it so wait what's your favorite holiday what's your favorite holiday side dish i gotta know
1: oh uh, well i'm a yeah i'm a big pumpkin pie okay your pumpkin, pumpkin pie, everything. and sweet potatoes i just love those like just uh-huh. bright glorious you know yeah. oh my god yeah so that's i mean not that i don't eat them all all year round all but, the time uh, now yeah, they just that's, like that's shine the big, yeah they're like yeah, the that, front runners yeah this is good oh and then i'm a big uh you know fresh cranberry sauce kind of guy okay
0: Okay. Yeah. I'll have um, to send you, I just posted a cranberry salsa instead of a cranberry ooh, sauce. It's super talking. good. Yeah. 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 Love I think it. you'll love, it. love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's so funny. I actually hated sweet potatoes growing up because they were covered in marshmallows over the holidays. Oh. And I was like, this is disgusting. How do people eat this? And then as you know, I became a professional chef. I was like, wait, sweet potatoes are incredible. Like what are people doing to them? Like this is a disgrace. So (laughs) I totally get that. So, okay. On my TikTok, I actually have a viral series called breaking up with dairy Uh and people are either super desperate to break up with their Very addictive relationship to dairy, or they're very, very against it. So I would love to kind of hear your take on the importance of breaking up with dairy. They're
1: against breaking up with dairy. Is that the Oh Yeah, there's like
0: hardcore. Oh my god, yeah. The cheese cheese uh, squad is there.
1: Okay. I mean, okay, 20 years ago, I can imagine having this all right, but now it's a thing still. You should see (laughs) there's there's, there's like a constellation of new choices. You open up the dairy Mm -hmm. case. Can you even find the, like the animal milk in there? I mean, it's like you have to dig around. It's the-
0: really the cheese. It's really the cheese. cheese. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: look, you know, plant-based cheese are getting better and better all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's all sorts of wonderful options now. They're not necessarily the healthiest, but certainly if it gets you anything that gets you away from the, uh, you know, the, the milk protein, the cholesterol, all that stuff, well, then great. Go for it. Do it.
0: Yeah. So like, what are like your, like, what's your biggest argument event against dairy? Cause I know I have some skeptical listeners still who are oh, still well, like, uh, just yeah,
1: in. The two, yeah, the two big things, the strongest, uh, connections are, uh, with Parkinson's and prostate cancer,
0: Parkinson's so Parkinson's and prostate is the leading,
1: okay. uh, is, is leading killer. Um, and prostate cancer is leading uh, cancer killer men. Um, and yeah, both very tightly, uh, um, uh, correlated to uh, dairy consumption um interesting uh, so yeah so the, 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 i mean that's the kind of the primary reason um and uh, yeah and then one can talk about other stuff like allergies and infantile colic and all sorts of other things but i mean that's that's yeah those are the biggies
0: well i mean and i know for me and dr clapper and i had a huge discussion about this but like as a woman i have endometriosis and you know hmm. so many women have period problems and you know like just, just overall health for women. And like people that come to me, like this first thing I always say is like, you've got to give up dairy, like before mm. anything, like dairy has got to go. And usually they'll like within a week, people notice like such a big difference oh, by just giving up dairy. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So, okay. So your books are all about like breaking down the myths and like misinformation about nutrition and fad diets and so like what's the most baffling myth that you hear about nutrition today that still just makes you scratch your head in frustration oh there's
1: all crazy i mean there's just (laughs) no end to the craziness right yeah i mean only in nutrition could people get away with this kind of stuff although now in politics it's like people that are now like just like looking around confused at our political scene and like alternative facts and just people making up like the absolute craziest possible thing. I'm like, that's the life any person in nutrition has lived for the last (laughs) 40 years. Like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, just making up absolute batshit crazy stuff. (laughs) Like, that's just like, it's like flat earth theory all the way back. Um, like oh you gosh. need no data to support, you know, what, whatever crazy stuff you can get, you know, you can get best selling books telling people to eat, you know, bacon and butter for their health. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, well, once you have that, it's just like, there's just no limit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, but, and it would be kind of like funny if people weren't dying. Right. Right. I mean, as if these books didn't have actual real consequences in real life, like real strokes, real heart attacks, real horrible. I mean, you know, orphan children, right? Mm-hmm. Widowed spouses. This is what this kind of, you know, uh, it's amazing that people, you know, just don't have a little more critical thinking. Uh, you know, when it comes yeah. to this, I remember when I was in clinical practice and I'd ask people, you know, why they ate the way they ate, and they'd be give me answers like, oh, well, you know, some dude at the gym told me about this. I'm like, really? Right. The most important decision you make about your health. I mean, <laughs> what you put in your body, mm-hmm. you're, you're basing it on some like checkout aisle magazine. Like, right. If there was ever a decision in life. To be made based on the best available balance of evidence, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, people probably put more thought into like buying a toaster online. It's like, oh, gotta check <laughs> the reviews, gotta like, I mean, then they actually uh-huh. do on like the most important critical decisions of their lives, the, the you know, safety
0: to their family. Right. Well, I think a lot of times people are sleep eating, call it sleepwalking or sleep eating. So, We're just kind of like going through the motions of what other people are eating or what we're told to eat instead of actually like critically thinking about like, well, why am I doing this? And what's the Mm -hmm. point of it? And how, how do the steps get me here? And yeah, it's pretty frustrating. Like I've, you know, I've seen doctors that I've respected who have been about the plant-based scene now suddenly going towards a carnivore, like full carnivore dieting, (laughs) plant-based you know, molecules are bad for you. And I just am like, I don't understand where this information is coming from in the universe where like no. this is suddenly becoming so trending, you know. And so it's it's really interesting. That's why it's important
1: that you don't take anybody's word for anything. That's why this right. kind of guru worship. And I keep telling people don't listen to me. Look mm-hmm. at it. listen to the science. The science is on our side, right? Right. So you just listen to the science, mm-hmm. then there's never a problem with trends or with crazy, you know, someone bunks their head and all of a sudden wakes up and says, we should all eat, you know, marshmallows or something. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's, oh, we'll just stick to the science. And the science, I mean, we have, you know, consensus in the scientific nutritional literature going back decades as to the mm-hmm. core elements of healthy eating, healthy living. Um, in fact, uh, you know, the Dr. David Katz at, um, At Yale, started this organization called the True Health Initiative, which is at Mm truehealthinitiative.org, and just got hundreds of the top nutritional professionals in the world together to agree on a consensus statement as to what is the healthiest human diet, period. Oh, wow. Spoiler alert. It's a diet centered around whole plants. but. I mean, but the reason they had to do that is because there's just so much craziness out there. Mm -hmm. But the science is, I mean, they make it sound like every headline is like, oh, coffee's good, coffee's bad. No, there's a body of science that really hasn't changed um, fundamentally Mm -hmm. in decades. Like fruits and vegetables were good for you. They're (laughs) still, they will always, I mean, you know, I mean, just a mountain of evidence is just overwhelming.
0: Yeah, definitely. I know. I feel that too. So we're approaching the new year, and I had to have your book, How Not to Diet, on my mind. And, you know, diet culture is massive. And I think diet culture also fuels a lot of this chaos and confusion and misinformation around what we should be eating, how we're going to lose weight, how we're going to look skinnier, how we're going to, you know, all these kind of superficial reasons for why we're eating what we're eating. So if someone listening to this is thinking about their new year's goals and their new year's resolutions, like what best advice can you give to someone for rethinking those resolutions and kind of like that diet mentality?
1: Yeah, I mean the uh, I mean diets don't work by definition Mm -hmm. because going on a diet implies at some point you're going to be going off of it, right? Permanent weight loss requires permanent dietary change. Healthier habits just have to become a way of life, right? Mm And if it's going to be lifelong, well then you want it to lead to a long life. But thankfully, the single diet best proven for weight loss just so happens to be the safest, cheapest way to eat for the longest, healthiest life. A diet centered around whole plant foods, So you don't have to choose. Um, science is clear, but it really has to go in as a, not just like, what am I going to do for bikini season? But it's mm-hmm. like, what am I going to do for the rest of my life?
0: Right. So you can feel good forever. And I think that's super important too. And really thinking about instead of how do I look, how do I feel? Because I think a lot of times if we're trying to look and feel, look a certain way, we feel Awful doing that. Right. And I, in my early twenties was also in that cycle. Mm. So starting off with how we feel and like exactly the longevity will equal like overall the results that you want. I love that. So like, what's next for you? What projects do you have going on? I just saw you in a clip. I just saw the trailer literally as I was waiting for you to get on and I'm going to watch this because I don't even remember the name of this new documentary, but I think it's called, oh, yeah, they're trying to kill us. They're trying to kill us. So I would love they're for trying you to-, to kill us. I'd yeah, love for I'm you really to talk excited. about this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited about the documentary. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the, uh, um, it's, it's, uh, you know, talking about the, um, Uh, The targeting of uh, poor communities, particularly Mm -hmm. of color, for, you know, the worst of the worst, alcohol, tobacco, fast food, um, and just kind of some of the kind of institutional, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, ways in which our, our health is being undermined. Right. um yeah so yeah fascinating um what i'm working on it's, it's ironic though i don't even remember being interviewed it was so many years ago that oh, really? <laughs> um but uh yeah i think i think i mean i think they actually well don't quote me but i think they had it ready but then uh, george floyd hit and i think they were like whoa they, i mean you know we don't want to be seen as kind of taking advantage of the moment I don't know what the actual thinking was but I can imagine I them thinking like we don't want to be like look like we're exploiting this I so yeah left they just wanted between, to give it you yeah. know it, it is its own kind of thing I, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly but it has been in the can for a while I'm so glad it's out oh um, yeah finally. it looks incredible Super finally excited.
0: massive and, change uh, needs Eric happened,
1: Adams yeah. is in it too the new mayor Yeah. And back then, I think his little byline says it's like, you know, Brooklyn borough president, they got to change his byline. The mayor, yeah. Very (laughs) exciting. Um, Yeah. So, uh, but what I'm working on now is my next book, How Not to Age, on all the longevity research. It'll be out, hopefully, December of next year,
0: 2022. Wow, that sounds
1: amazing. uh, It's going to be tough to hit the deadline. There's all sorts of supply chain issues. So, might get yes. pushed back, but we've I've we'll experienced
0: see. that. <laughs> I have experienced that supply chain. Oh, curiosity. I bet.
1: Right, was the cookbook come out okay?
0: Um, it got lost on a shipping container for a while in the middle no! of the ocean. <laughs> Oh my god, that's crazy! <laughs> yeah, so I had like this huge launch set up, and they were like, Sorry, your books are in the middle of the ocean, we don't know where they are. Oh my god, that's um, horrible! But they showed up, they would the day got pushed back a month, but then somehow I got a hundred, however many people like 175, however many people came to my book launch party in San Diego. I got exactly that many books, wow, expedited or something like nice. morning of, so it was like, Yeah, that it, it was that's stressful. I was yeah, like, I bet, Whoa. I bet, yeah, my oh, not happy yeah yeah right no nobody is it's okay so um i was just gonna do a quick speed round i do this with all my guests now it's quite fun it. to see okay do it. so if you were to be a flavor of vegan ice cream what would you be Ooh, strawberry strawberry okay strawberry. i wasn't Strawberry. come on that. Delicious. I, love, I love strawberry ice cream okay coffee or tea uh, oh uh tea definitely tea awesome uh beans or lentils
1: lentils Ooh, beluga lentils, lentils. Ooh, yeah. oh
0: okay 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 i like that um books or podcasts
1: oh books of course you're the books. master of Although, writing. but now but now i'm actually reading books on you know on my computer yeah, yeah there's yeah. no books god damn it but, but but they're just yeah it's it's there's someone you know I, I don't have to carry them around my backpack
0: you're the king of writing books. I mean, I don't know. I wrote I wrote a cookbook, and I was exhausted after that. I don't know how. They you write these.
1: are it, people have no idea. Oh, it's say.
0: a it's a they thing. Have no so idea. You do you do the damn thing. Um. Okay. So are you a sweet or savory guy?
1: Oh, both. <laughs> I don't know. I love I love
0: them both. I love them both. All right. You're like a sweet and Mr. Sweet Potato. This the the vegetable of sweet and savory. Um, no, are you, Are you a night owl or an early riser? Early riser. Okay, fruits or veggies? Vegetable. Obviously. Dark green um, leafies. <laughs> All right. What has been your favorite project that you've ever worked on?
1: Wow. Um, oh, I, I, a paper I wrote in a journal called Critical Reviews of Microbiology. Duh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm really I'm really proud of that piece. Uh, one of my. Uh, I, you know,
0: what's it called? You know, in case one of my people contributions
1: to, look it up. to the, uh, to the scientific literature. I mean, most of okay. what I do is I just review other people's work, right? Yeah. It's like this study, this, this study, this. And so that's one of my, uh, few like unique contributions. Like it wasn't in the literature, but I put stuff together and came up with uh, kind of new theories. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, it's uh, talking about pandemic risk.
0: Okay. Awesome. Um, are you a staycation or a vacation kind of guy?
1: well everybody's staycation these days everyone's staycationed out
0: i know that yeah yeah whether we like it or not (laughs) it's true okay and then what about i guess the final one i'll go for just because you're walking this entire time that we're on this which i give you mad credit for um are you a like a walker or a yogi Which do you prefer Oh walk. I love walking. walking. Yeah, we love it. Yeah, yeah. Just all yeah, day yeah. long. I love that. All day long. So I, I always ask, I know we're tied on time, so um, do you have any final words of wisdom for our audience, like anything on your heart that you want to share tonight?
1: Just the good news that we have tremendous power over our health, destiny, and longevity, the vast majority of premature death and disability is preventable with a plant-based diet and other healthy lifestyle behaviors. So just do it and happy holidays, everybody. (laughs)
0: Love it, thank you so much. Okay, thank you so much to our guest, Dr. Michael Greger. That was so much fun, I had a great time talking to him. If you guys love this episode, be sure to share on social media, tag us both, and we will be sure to repost it. And of course, give us a review on Apple Podcasts because it really does help the podcast get out to those who need it most, those who want to find us, those who love this kind of content. Um, so excited for next week, you guys. We have an amazing, amazing guest lined up. And I just hope that no matter where you are in the world, that you are taking care of yourself and you're happy. And I hope that this podcast really helps you get to, um, that version of yourself that you're really striving for and to really just like help you learn and grow. (sighs) Okay. You guys have an amazing rest of your day or your evening and we'll see you next week. Bye.